What is up, guys? It is Stu. It is another episode of the What the Fuck Gym Talk podcast. Too many of you are working very, very hard. You're just not working smart. You don't understand the bigger principles that exist within the industry. And because you're so busy inside of the gym, you haven't had the benefit like in the opportunity like I have to travel the country, see the world's best micro gyms and boutique studios and learn their business strategy and tactics. I've taken everything I've learned in this industry. And remember, guys, I started off in this industry back in 2007, opening and working with Globo gyms and learning the business side and then came up through this micro gym revolution and have continued you to be able to learn from these top dogs, some of the top minds in the industry. And I've brought all of that to Microgym University, the only online business school for Microgym owners. If you are into self-education beyond getting your level 17 kettlebell cert, and you actually want to increase your business acumen so that the next time you're talking with owners or you go to a conference and you have the floor or you're having a roundtable discussion, people shut the fuck up and listen to you because you know what you're talking about. They walk away from the conversation like, holy shit, that guy's smart. He knows business. That's what most of us are missing. We all roll up the bay doors. We all show up early. We all put in the hours. But the difference between those of us that are able to make this thing what we want it to be is those of us that do hard work done smart. Guys, I've made it super simple. This is not how I make my money. Uh, I've made it as cheap as possible. Microgym University is $50 a month. Cancel anytime you want. Go to the link in my Instagram bio. Get enrolled. Go ahead and start going through the one-on-one and then the 201 and then the 301 courses. Choose and pick as you'd like. Get educated on the different strategies and aspects of running your business that you could deploy. And if you have any questions, we've got an entire Facebook group that allows you to go and ask me questions in live time. And I'll get on there and do a video recording or whatever it may be to answer your questions. Again, the link is in my Instagram bio. Go get enrolled in MGU and start doing hard work done smart. What is up, guys? It is Stu. And it is another episode of the What the Fuck Gym Talk podcast. We're talking respect the tempo today. Dude, my version or my perspective of strength has changed so much in my career uh, in being in fitness, which is, you know, 16 years old and on. It's right now I'm in a season where strength to me, and I know, I'd love to know how many of you guys can resonate with this, strength to me isn't singular in its approach of like how much uh, practical application of force can I apply to a barbell, Right? Like, how much, what's my 1RM, 5RM, whatever? It's not that anymore. That is being strong. That is strength. But to me, when I think of what's strong and what strength is for myself, like what the strength I want to have, it is the ability to endure while performing, you know, loads, you know, being able to perform lifts at 85% of my 1RM, right? Multiple reps, like being able to, endure things from a cardiovascular endurance, you know, perspective, conditioning perspective, and still being able to exhibit strength and being able to exhibit strength with full control of the movement, high time under tension. I mean, literally that's all I've been doing is training my body to lift heavy with high volume reps with high time under tension. It's worked really well, you know, you know, da- sprinkle on some TRT and peptides. And let me tell you, motherfuckers, this shit has worked really well. Um, incorporate it with, uh, 
you know, intra-session tempo training with my all the endurance work I'm doing with the, my running and marathon training, it works for me really fucking well. And remember, I have no program to sell you. I got nothing. You're not going to get anything like that from me. Um, but it, it's that very, like, all I wanted to talk about on this is like, how is your interpretation of strength different? Because you know what it was for me? It's when I realized that busting my dick in the gym to add a 10 or 20 pound PR on something, I wouldn't look any different naked. My performance practically wouldn't actually go up. Show me someone again. Let's take a CrossFitter. Let's say a CrossFitter increases their 1RM thruster from 185 to 205. Do you think their Fran time actually improves significantly? Like, um, like beyond a marginal amount? I don't. I don't at all. Right? I, I believe most people with some even basic EST knowledge would, would concur that. Do you think that someone who chases a fucking overhead squat PR and t- gets a 10-pound PR looks any better naked? I know for a fact they don't. Okay? Now, if the goal and the like, the reason someone trains is because they chase that one very specific performance metric, like, Stu, the only reason I'm in the gym right now is because I want that 10-pound PR in my overhead squat, and that's what's going to make me happy, then do you, boo-boo. I am happy for you. I will fucking high-five you, and we'll knuck it up. When you hit that PR, I'm pumped for you. But those individuals that like do all this shit in the in the mute in the back, they're like, I'm gonna be fitter. I'm gonna look better naked because of this, and I'll be able to do all these. No, you're not. You literally can just lift 10 pounds more. You literally can just lift X amount of pounds more on that one fucking lift on this particular day, my friend, than you could prior. And it's maybe only on this particular day. Because you might come back six weeks later, 12 weeks later to try to hit it, and you can't even hit 96% of your 1RM because it's on a different day and you're not a professional fucking athlete. And the 20 other variables that go into whether you make that lift or not were out of whack that particular day. Don't you, do you guys get it? Like, I, listen, I know I am the minority here in not giving a fuck about chasing PRs and numbers. The amount of times I get asked, would 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 your one RM squat or like like have you ever tried doing a three rep max of this or what? No, no, not like I haven't. Not since like, not probably since 2014, have I done like a P a one RM anything, anything. Right, like now for me, my perspective of what strength is, is okay. Can I perform an endurance feat? Not LSD, not long slow distance. Can I go run a fucking 18 minute 5k? come in the door, and then uh, can I go for a 120-foot walking lunge with, you know, uh, 185 pounds, right, at tempo? That would be dope. Like, that's like, that. yeah, that, that sounds pretty good, Stu. Like, that sounds pretty strong. But for me, it's like, it's that strength endurance. I don't give a fuck about being strong in about a seven-second window. I care about being able to endure and show strength enduring and, you know, before run, after run, intermit, you know, in between runs or again, it's not just running. It can be fucking rowing. It could be ski erg. I've been clocking some fucking distance on the ski erg. That is like, if you guys have never gone more than a 2k, like if you've never really ventured out 
and done like 2Ks, 5Ks, seven, like real long distance, 30 plus minutes on a ski erg, um, I, I, would, I would highly encourage you to touch it at least, at least once from an experience perspective, right? Like any of those, any of those ergs, row, bike, ski, run, anything there that you're like, ah, I pretty much only do sprints on that. I sprint the ski erg. I'm like, cool. I guarantee you, you'd find some benefit and or at least some self-awareness as to what you're capable of and not capable of by, by going a longer distance on it, right? And you want to develop some strength endurance in your scaps, right? In your triceps, in your midline. I mean, dude, my midline never feels more smoked than after a long skier accession, right? Because if you treat this like a true core to extremity movement, your midline is fucking gassed. You're essentially doing a crunch every single, standing crunch every rep. A weighted, (laughs) resisted standing crunch every single rep. So yeah, again, like, and this is just mine. It doesn't mean like when someone else like, no, I'm really into one RM's bench, squat, and deadlift. I'm like, that's dope. It, mine is not better. It's just different. It's just mine. This is my perspective. And I believe a lot of other people share it. But it's also like, I little, I mean, the amount of people, just because Murph just happened and people are like, yeah, I started running like six weeks prior to Murph to get in shape. I'm like, you have to get in shape to run a fucking two miles. You do cross it five days a week. The fuck is wrong with you? Do you hear the dumb shit coming out of your mouth right now? Yeah, I CrossFit five days a week, but I got to get in shape to run two miles. Are you fucking insane? Like, do you, why? Don't you think that's kind of insane to run two miles? A very small distance. If someone's like, yeah, well, what if they're really overweight? Okay, I'm not talking about the overly fat who can barely run 400 meters without fucking dying. I'm talking about your average fit person who just doesn't do anything of any endurance scope whatsoever. A mile is not an endurance event. I know it is for some, but if you work out five days a week, it shouldn't be, in my opinion. My humble, you know, it doesn't matter what I say. I'm an asshole. You're an asshole. Like, we keep our, you know, uh, we, we all have our own asshole opinions that someone doesn't resonate with. I get it. I get it. I just think it's kind of silly to be as fit as you are and have deadlift PRs and do workouts in sub four minutes because I go real fast and I, I, I kip the shit out of these kipping pull-ups and, but running two miles, I got to train for it. Like, oh God, I remember, I mean, I used to, I, no, I don't think I was ever there. I never had to train to run two miles, but, um, I, I obviously was a very big part of that culture back in the day of CrossFit and, and that mentality. And, and what I would argue and what I would say to everybody, group classes don't allow for you to really get into much endurance work. I think it could. I think if a gym wanted to, there's it's it's very easy to. I did it at Urban Movement, um, but most don't due to the time restraints. But I, I would say this. As you age, you know, you get a training age of five, seven, ten years into this thing. I, I would challenge you to explore the, the areas that you haven't explored before. And for me, that was like strength endurance. And uh, since going this route, I really, really enjoyed it. I still dabble in all the, the quick stuff, the heaviest stuff. Um, you know, all my training is heavy. But I, yeah, 1RMs and things like that, the risk to reward just isn't there for me anymore. And also, I just, don't, I just don't think of it as being, I don't, that's not what strong is to me anymore. I know it is strong, but to me, when I think of my strength and what I want to have, I'm thinking of like this strength endurance. And uh, anyway, that's what, that's what, uh, that's in my season of fitness right now. That's what I've got going on. So if any of you guys can relate, 
holler at me until I talk to you in the next podcast. Have a great fucking day.